My name is Merrill Dubrow, President and CEO of Mark Research and the Chair-Elect of the MS Marketing Research Program at Michigan State University. I'm really excited to be part of Spartan Insights. Spartan Insights is a series of podcasts that I'll be hosting and interviewing one of the 350 alumni and 40 board members from the Michigan State Marketing Research Program. Today's guest is Sydney Harris, Manager, Global Brand and Consumer Marketing. Sydney, thanks so much for being a guest on Spartan Insights. No, thank you guys for having me. Really excited to talk about a lot of different things today with you guys. Absolutely. Sydney, if you would just start with discussing your current job and responsibilities, I think the listeners would really enjoy hearing that. Yeah, so I am currently within our global brand and consumer marketing team at the NFL. We've recently reorged and I've had the opportunity to work on a a number of great projects, but I work on our social responsibility and our player health and safety brand marketing campaign. Anything from, you know, you see Salute Service in Market, uh, you see Play 60, how that comes to life, how our fans engage with it. And then just recently this year, I also started working on our event marketing. So I had the opportunity to work across some really cool experiences like kickoff and pro ball. Oh, that's great. Uh, Full disclosure, I'm a huge NFL fan. And I love the way that the brand has kind of exploded worldwide, right? I mean, back in the day, it was really just a a U.S. North America brand. I have gone over to Wembley Stadium and seen a game there. And just it was almost going to the Super Bowl when it was the Cowboys and Jacksonville Jaguars playing. Everybody was in their colors. It was a pretty special experience. Is there like one or two things that really excite you about the NFL today? Because I think the commissioner's office, obviously the brand team is really doing some cool stuff. What really excites me is how we've continued to work with our players. They really obviously bring the game to life on the field on Sundays, but they do so much as well in their communities and on the social responsibility side. I love getting to tell the stories and bring fans even closer to the to the guys who they adore and love watching on Sunday afternoons or Monday and Thursday nights, really making it a week-long, full-year experience for those who love the game. That's great. I don't think that the players get enough credit for that. You know, a lot of the folks in the community, I'm in Dallas now, so I mean, the Cowboys America's team, they're really in the community and it it just doesn't get as much credit to them for them giving up, whether it's a day off or really having a passion about some type of charity. Do you think that's true or or am I missing the boat a little bit? I think that's a, a hard question to answer. It's not so black and white. I think we've continued to work closer with our clubs and with our players to bring to life their stories. You see the evolution of platforms like My Cause, My Cleats, where the players support their favorite organization or their cause on their cleats on Sundays so that fans have the opportunity to see what they care about in a way that's special to them and still tied to the game. And then, you know, there's the auction piece afterwards that goes back to the organization. There's all the different platforms that we've continued to build out with the Players Coalition, such as Inspired Chain. We work hard with them to bring to life messaging and increase awareness of what they're doing. And we, we've seen that in our own research as well, right? As people are aware of what the players care about through platforms like My Cause, My Cleats, and through Inspired Chain. I think there's always more work to be done, you know, any league and in any industry. And I think we're really moving in the right direction. And I, I don't think it's perfect by any means yet, but that, that's why we have passionate people who work so hard and diligently to make sure that social responsibility is part of the conversation from the group who's doing the work on the grassroots levels or you know, our clubs and how they're bringing it to life, as well as my team who technically resides in marketing. But we work really closely hand in hand with our SR team to bring these campaigns to life and to reach our fans so that they are aware of that, the guys in the Dallas community who are doing so much on their days off. 
That's great. So when you were back in college and even high school, did you play sports? Yes, yes. I played basketball and volleyball growing up, you know, AAU, all that fun stuff. And then when I was in college, I played rugby for a bit. I have a, a flag football career as an adult, if you will. <laughs> oh, wow. So you, you played rugby. That's interesting. And flag football. Do you still play flag football or or not really? I still play, yes. Oh, wow. That's great. So did you always know that you wanted to go into sports when you were, I don't know, 10, 12 years old when you were growing up? Yeah, actually I did. I, I remember watching Sunday Night Football and I remember watching Andre Kramer thinking, that's what I want to do. I want to work in sports and I want to tell stories. And I've always been a part of a big sports family. I've always had a big avidity for numerous sports themselves. It's not just in football, but and, you know, the further I got into it, the more I wanted to tell stories and I wanted to connect with fans. And so I knew that from a pretty early age, I'd say around 12. Wow. So you not only knew you, because I always wanted to play left field for the Boston Red Sox and follow in, you know, um, Ted Williams and Kyle Yastrzemski and Jim Rice. And I didn't have the size. I didn't have the skills. Basically, I could never have played. The only thing I had going for me is like I could spell baseball. That was about it. But not only did you want to go into sports, but you knew it was the NFL you wanted to work for, right? No, not necessarily. I actually thought I wanted to do college basketball for the long time. I, I went to college for it. I picked my university for that. I All of my internships in college were based on it. And it really led me to a path where out of grad school, I joined the NFL. Wow. So let's talk about that for a second, because I know that Jessica has, has reached out to me in the past month and said one of the, the recent grads wanted to get into sports, which, as you know, I'm not sure there isn't a much more desired job that people want, right? I mean, everybody wants to get into sports. They want to be around athletes. They want to be around the excitement. I mean, it's just so much going for it. What would some of your advice be or best practices for folks that are listening that really wanted to get into sports, whether it's marketing, whether it's research? What would you say to that? Yeah, I mean, I think it's really important to know that that's what you're passionate about. I think, you know, a lot of people will move throughout different industries but stay in similar fields, and that's certainly one way to go about it too. And there's, there's no, I don't think, a right or a wrong way, but at least from what I've seen, knowing what you're passionate about, finding that first. People say they want to work in sports, and I think that's certainly an okay thing to say and to think, but know what you're passionate about and know what you bring to the table. And I think that'll really help guide you to ultimately finding a job or applying for the positions that you would find to be exciting or that you'd be passionate about or that you bring something to the table that maybe no other candidate has. I wanted to tell stories and I would have never thought about a position in marketing. Like I would have never just blindly been applying to jobs. You know, I sat down with a mentor of mine and I told her I really wanted to still continue to tell stories and I came from a media background, but I wanted to jump into sports and that's really hard to do when you're in media. Sometimes you go to a smaller local station and you get a ton of hands-on work and you work across a number of different stories. But And while that has its own benefits and I applaud those who choose that path, that wasn't for me. I, I wanted to focus on stories and the good that players were doing and not necessarily reporting news that might be more negative or invasive. And so, you know, she sat me down and we talked a little bit about how marketing is actually storytelling, that marketers are the ones who pick the story to tell and they pick the audience and they pick the content and what changes throughout the season and what's going to happen next year. And so I really think it's important to know what you want to do because that'll really help you set out on your path. And now maybe that path has three different options in front of you, but I think it'll really help anyone who's looking to join sports to think about like, I like sports and I love watching it. 
in the afternoon or night with my friends and family, but what do I bring to this game that nobody else does? And what do I want to do to better this game or this league or this organization or this agency that I can do better than anybody else can? That's great. So are you adding to your team, you know, right now or in the next few months, do you think? Actually, not at this time. We just expanded and did some recent hires. So I don't think it would be any immediate additions, but certainly, you know, feels fun when you get into, you know, a professional setting. Everybody's always vying for headcount and everybody could always want to do more with their team and continue to expand. And I think my team has new structures only beginning right. to demonstrate our value and, you know, the hope would be that maybe we do expand in the future, but uh, I'm not sure that's necessarily in the cards immediately. Got it. When you've hired in the past, I know you had mentioned mm-hmm. bring something to the party or bring something to the job that nobody else has. Obviously, mm-hmm. certain passion, energy is exciting. What else do you look for in terms of, I mean, obviously grades are important, but they're not the, the end all yeah. be all. What else do you look, do you look for other intangibles, Sydney, that could help, you know, the young new graduates who are in front of somebody like you and trying to make their mark and trying to make a good impression? I think what's such an incredible characteristic is still wanting to learn, right? Like being curious. Our landscape is ever-changing. Our fans are ever-changing. The way people consume media is ever-changing. You know, the way people watch a game on Sunday is different now than it was a couple years ago than it was 50 years ago, how our parents grew up watching the game and passed it to us. So it's, it's really important to continue to be inquisitive. It's certainly important to go into an interview and be confident and share what you know and what you're good at and what value you bring. But I think it's also important to talk about how it's important to learn. It's important to use research and insights and to admit that you know none of us know what someone's going to do 10 years from now. But you have to be open to not knowing that information, but knowing how you would apply it. And I think it's really important for students to know that, you know, obviously coming out of grad school, I had so many internships at the time and I thought I had so much knowledge. But in reality, like there's so much I still don't know. And I think I wouldn't say in an interview, I don't know the answer. But if you don't know the answer, think about how you would find that answer out. And I think it's a really important characteristic to be inquisitive and not only just be like, yeah, I'd love to know that answer, but how are you going to get it? This program really sets its students up for success, valuing the importance of research and insights. But then how are you going to apply it once you have that info? Like, so what does it matter? Is that, what does that do? What does that change? And having an idea of application. Yeah, that's, it's so funny. I love the word inquisitive. That's one of the intangibles that I actually look at to hire. And if they don't have that, chances are they're not going to go to the next level here, which is really, really interesting that you have the same one. How do you stay current in today's fast moving business world? I mean, there is so much information out there, but how do you stay current? Do you have a couple of sites that you go to weekly, daily? Do you get e-newsletters, old-fashioned, and actually read a, you know, a magazine in the business <laughs> world? How do you stay current? Yeah. I mean, a good thing, right, is my generation, if you will, is on social. <laughs> if that's where I'm going to be spending a lot of my time, you know, on social media, I ensure that I'm also following a variation of news outlets, different points of view as well, not just a liberal outlet, but a conservative outlet as well. I follow different beat writers see how other sports are performing, but do I read newspaper? Do I watch news on television? Do I subscribe to Adweek? Um, At least how I look at it and how our team views it is that the NFL competitors aren't just sports. I'm not just looking at what amazing things the NBA have done recently or what cool 
adaptation is MLB doing to their all-star game is we're an entertainment company. So it's also what's new in music, what's new in fashion, what's new in cooking and streaming services and gaming and how's Twitch performing and what are Twitch streamers doing. It's a little bit of everything. And it's, it's certainly great that we have a phenomenal research and insights team who's always providing us with here's what else fans are doing um, so we can be yeah. a little more pointed as my own personal staying up to date i do try to at least follow a variation of outlets in my own social so that even if i'm not searching for an article it's being served to me anyway it's a little bit easier you know oh yeah no absolutely you know i, I must admit when i watch the nba all-star game and i have gone to a number of nba all-star games and i must admit it it's the old ole and let him go and jam it it's up and down it's it's not that much fun although i do think that the changes they made this year were very positive. You know, I was excited at the end and, and when LeBron hoisted up a three to, to try to end it, I was excited. I was yelling, screaming at the TV. But it made me think about, and no disrespect, please, I'm not trying to take a shot at the NFL. I love the NFL. I really, really do. But the Pro Bowl is not the most competitive game you'll ever see in your life. And I know it's not well attended. Do you think you guys are looking at changes? Did the NBA All-Star, I don't know, give you guys a little bit more energy to look under and, and, and take a look and make some changes that could help the game? Yeah, look, I, I don't sit on our football operation team. So those conversations, while certainly you know, I enjoyed the game as well as a fan and sure from a research perspective watching as well, like it was fun and the energy was different than games I've seen in the past. And I think it was a fantastic tribute to one of your biggest members of the basketball and sports community. So I think they did a phenomenal job. But that being said, certainly can give my team ideas on what would we do differently that we can change. But I, I can't, unfortunately, speak to, like, you know, can you kick a field goal for three points by moving it back 30 more yards? Like, that, that's not something that my team would ultimately decide. It's something my team would work closely with our football operations team around marketing and how right. we let fans know about that difference. But can I argue back on your point? The game, actually, this year was very well attended. And there is a, a positivity and electric atmosphere around it and guys like Lamar Jackson and our young talent who've done phenomenal over the last couple of seasons to attend these games I think they really bring that energy and make the game exciting for our youngest fans and I think that energy was really there this year and it's something that we'll continue to build off of and certainly look at you know how our competitors are changing as well so that you know we're making the right decisions on what we do for the Pro Bowl. Absolutely. So I know you do a lot of nonprofit and you, you, you really donate a lot of your time to a number of different charities. Can you talk a little bit about that? Because I think a lot of young people could learn from that and maybe apply that early on in their career and have that be something that is, you know, really involved in their, in their entire life at a young age all the way through. I've worked across a number of different organizations in the last couple of years. I'd say my involvement in New York really started when I started working for Caring Kind, an organization that provides resources to those who are either caretakers or those who are battling Alzheimer's. And how I really came about that was actually because of sport. Um, I played on an all-women football team who competed in a game every year that was not just a competition on the field, but a competition to fundraise the most amount of money. So I, I had worked wow. with them for a number of years, about four, four seasons, um, which was a great experience working with great men and women who both have a passion for sport, but also a passion for using sport to really create change or to create a positive impact. 
it really brought two of the things I love the most together. And from there, I started working with New York Cares, which is an amazing organization that kind of helps bring volunteering into the 21st century, if you will. You can like pick your area, pick your date, and it really, it really helps. I think it's so hard for young people to figure out where to start, I think. Like, what organization do I work with? Yeah. How do I get involved? How do I first take in a role? How do I know what I like to do? And so, New York Cares is an awesome opportunity for anyone who's in, you know, the tri-state area to plug in, like, what they're passionate about and what days they can volunteer, and they serve you a bunch of different opportunities. Through that, I got to work with a lot of younger kids. Um, I always enjoy working with the next generation, and, you know, whether it's reading school or reading before school programs, or I've worked with cooking classes after school, helping um, kids learn how to become a little bit more independent and self-sufficient on themselves. Those have been great opportunities. And then just this past year through the NFL, I was able to join Big Brothers Big Sisters, which has been a great experience. Wow. So, I mean, you're so busy, yet you find the time to do so much. That's There's a huge learning from there. And I think that I've talked to and mentored a lot of young people who they are lost. They don't know where to, where to start. They don't. It's To me, it's almost like just do it. Just start with the, the smallest task. Get involved a little bit. See if you like it. And then you can build. You don't have to be involved for 30, 40 hours a month. I mean, it can be a few hours a week. That's great. So talk to me a little bit about the board experience, the MSMR program at Michigan State. You know, why are you involved in that? Why is that so important to you? And what do you hope to accomplish and give back to the program? So I, I only very recently just started, so I haven't had the opportunity yet to make so much of an impact as I would like to be. I'd love to be a little bit more you know, integrated and work with the program more hand in hand. Unfortunately, you know, as you can imagine, the December, January, February time period. Is <laughs> yeah. We got a little bit going on, so I haven't been able to be as active. But I look back on all the times that somebody either helped me or guided me or was a mentor for me. And I really appreciated everything that my universities did for me. Like, I would not have had the opportunities had they not helped organize them. And so anything I can do to be a little bit a part of that and pay it forward to the next generation of people who want to work in sport and make their voice and make their impact, then I'm here for it. And I'd love to be challenged to do more. And if I can help any students, if I can provide any guidance or mentoring, then please find my email and let me know and contact me. Yeah, I think they will. I think you'll be getting a slew of calls for sure. Thanks, Sydney. I really appreciate your time today at Spartan Insights. My name is Merrill Dubrow, and thanks for listening.